Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to NCMMA Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio, and check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com, all kinds of great deals going into the holidays. In this episode, we got a great guest, and I love talking to him. It seems like every time I talk to him, he's winning fights, so he's, he's been staying busy. It's Ryan Cafaro, CFFC69. Ryan, it's Tyson. What's up, man? Hey, Tyson, how you doing? Thanks for having me again on the show. Dude, every time I talk to you, it's like you're, you're fighting again and you're winning. What the hell? You're keeping busy, dude. Yeah, I mean, my last fight, it was a 24-second knockout, so I just figured, you know, I'm healthy and it's time for a step up in competition, so I'll just take another fight. Yeah, good for you, man. This is a great fight. And what are, are there any challenges of just fight, the quick turnaround like that? I mean, do you have a chance to, like, work on your game at all, or are you just kind of trying to maintain what you're doing? Well, I mean, if I just maintain what I'm doing, I'm not getting better. So I, I constantly am having to improve and, and learn new things. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of fighters feel like they, they learn better when they're out of a camp because they don't have to focus on so many specific things. But I like, I like being in a camp because you end up learning two or three things that are permanently added to your arsenal. So, like, we um, – like, when I fought Adley Edwards, we worked a lot on, like, a, like certain takedowns and certain takedown defenses that now I feel like are, like, permanently ingrained into my system that I now have as, like, a permanent weapon in my arsenal. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. But now, do you, do you take time off from sparring, or do you pretty much, like, you know, a week or so, two weeks after your fight, do you go right back to sparring? All right, well, don't, don't say anything, but I ended up sparring, like, the day after I fought, which was pretty fun. <laughs> Um, I will, well, we're on a radio show, so everybody will know about it, but it was pretty fun actually. Um, cause I, I, I fought and I didn't get hit. So I was like, all right. And then one of my clients hit me up to that. I trained. He was like, you want to train? I was like, you want to punch each other in the face? Cause I didn't get hit. And he was like, yeah, sure. So I ended up sparring the day after, which is not the, the brightest decision, but it was fun. And, uh, but yeah, normally I do take a, like a week or two to not, you know, spar as much. Yeah, and I guess you like you said, you are fortunate that your last fight ended so quickly, so no damage. You can get yeah. right back to it. And now, yeah. do you study? Do you like as you go forward with such like a limited amount of you know tape from your last fight? Do you study other fighters in this time, or try to find new techniques, or how do you handle yourself trying to go forward? Oh, what like as in getting ready for my next opponent? Yep. Well, I mean, there's tons of tape on the guy that I'm fighting because he has you know 19 professional fights, I think. 
maybe more. I think he has 21 or something like that. And he's got a lot of fights, so there's a lot of footage on him. Um, I don't dwell on footage too much because, you know, fighters are always evolving. And um, so I look for habits in, in footage. You know, I find a couple of things that I feel like I can exploit and drill things designed to expose those. But for the most part, you know, I, I just watch footage. Uh, I, I let my coaches do most of the footage watching and come up with game plans. I just execute them. <laughs> it's working for you, man, because you're on a roll right now. And are there fighters yeah, that you complain. like to – Yeah, I bet. I bet not. Now, are there, are there fighters that you like to watch try to pick up some of their tricks? Well, I mean, it's the guys, all the guys that I train and train with. You know, I learned little tricks from Frankie, Eddie, Marlon. How about Marlon last night? Oh, my awesome. Lord. Yep. Yeah. Dude, great. Yeah, that was awesome. But, um, you know, I, I pick up little – usually it happens like when you're sparring, you get hit with something, and you're like, ooh, I like that. I'm going to steal it. And then you just steal it. So. Yeah, no. Like I said, you like you know when you come down to Nicotones, you can see all the the talent in the room. You guys, the sparring, it's like a a pay per view just watching all of you guys, and you know, so you actually can learn a lot from them. Now, in terms of the sport itself, it seems like you know you watch the fights last night, the UFC fights. The sport's evolving so fast, and there's so many different styles and things like that. How do you how do you try to train everything to keep yourself sharp at everything? You got your boxing, your wrestling, your jujitsu. How do you manage all your time? Um. It's tough. You you have to, you know, do what you have to do to stay in shape year round because if, you know, if you get tired, then you, you know, you don't, you don't really, how do I say it? You don't really have time to, to continue training because you're exhausted. So if you're in shape, you can keep going to all the training sessions and you can keep learning more. I mean, in my off season, I'm just constantly working. I mean, like when, after I, after I fought and I won that fight, I was already, drilling and training stuff on like Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you, if you take time to rest and when I mean rest, I mean like just lay around like a couch potato and do nothing, then you're going to, you're not going to learn. And there's guys that are already, you know, getting back to training after you fight. You don't have time for that. There's too many disciplines to be mastered. Yeah. And that's the one thing that we always see, like all the guys in the iron army that come in, whether it's Edson, Marlon, Frankie, they fight on Saturday. They're back in on Tuesday. Even Eddie Alvarez was back. I'm like, you see him like they're all just, they're gym rats, and they know, listen, if you're, if you're sitting idle, somebody's trying to take your job or take your spot or whatever it is. So it, it's crazy yeah. to watch. Now, you know, as a fighter trying to climb the ladder, what are some of the challenges to try to you know, get yourself noticed and get yourself out there so you can get attention, maybe get you know, on the UFC's radar or something like that? Well, hopefully a 24-second knockout with one punch will get me some attention. But, you know, I'm going to have to continue to do things to show that, you know, I'm an exciting, entertaining fighter. Um, I thought my fight with Adley Edwards uh, for CFFC was entertaining and exciting, but I didn't show dominance. I showed definitely a superiority on the feet in terms of my stand-up, but I felt like there was work to be done on the ground and my takedown defense. So I feel like for this fight, uh, if I want to get noticed by the UFC, not only do I have to beat Jared Mercado, but I have to beat him in dominant and exciting fashion. So I feel like, you know, I, I need that, that trifecta of excitement, but dominance, but uh, and also, you know, that like the the X factor of just, you know, doing things that wow the crowd. Yeah, and you definitely have that, man. Like I said, the CFFC fight that we were all at, you could see like your footwork, your movement, your striking. It's very creative. And that's definitely fun to watch. Now, as a fighter, like we mentioned, trying to, you know, try to get notoriety. How is, is social media a big thing? You, you see a lot of these fighters now are using Twitter or even Instagram to help garner interest, call people out, stuff like that. Do you think that's a positive? Or you think it's something like a fighter should use? Oh, 100%. If it can get you attention, then do it. 
I mean, I I know um, I know pretty much all 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 the guys that I follow and all the guys that I train with that are big in in the UFC have strong followings on social media. You have to do what you have to do, um, to to market yourself accordingly. Because you know if nobody if nobody can keep up with what you're doing outside of your fights, you know if you're not fighting, then how how are you gonna you know stay relevant? No, it's true, man. That's like the missing piece now, and you see it more, more and more now. I think it was kind of like, you know, Conor McGregor did it with the trash talk. Now you see guys just calling each other out, and even during the fights when they're happening, it's like they're people talking stuff, and that's just something like that's a missing part yeah. for some fighters in terms of marketing. Well, um, to an extent, but I also feel like if you do it disingenuously, it just becomes obnoxious. Like for example, if if Ricky Bandeas, who we both know, just started going out like, you know, you're a piece of crap, and I'm gonna fight you. Don't get decimated. We'd be like, oh, dude, this is this isn't you. Ricky goes out there and he clocks in, whoops ass, and clocks out. You know what I mean? So if it's not you, don't push it. You know what I mean? Dude, it's funny you say that. I just interviewed Ricky a couple of days ago for his for his title fight coming up. He just said that he's like, listen, I just want to work hard. I want to, you know, let my let my stats, my my performances speak for themselves. Because it's just not natural for him. He isn't he isn't like talking. I mean, you know, him. he isn't like talking, dude. So yeah. it's just like. He just wants to fight, you know, do his thing, go home, go home to his family. So, yeah, yeah. I have no problem I mean, respecting that. That's what I like about Ricky. And we, we got some training in for this camp, and he's looking ready to roll for his title defense. But, you know, he lets his fighting do the talking. And, you know, I'm, I plan on doing the same this Saturday. I just, you know, I just like to hype it up a little bit, too. Never a bad thing, dude. Hey, man, everybody, you know, like a lot of those guys, you know, like Marlon, Frankie, they're all quiet. Yeah. Just listen. Right. You know, talent, talent will stick out, performance will stick out, and that's what – for like the the diehard fans, you know, followers of the sport, that's what you look for, you know. Um, right. And you talked exactly. about your upcoming fight, December sixteenth. This is a hell of a fight. And what is it like for you fighting in the CFFC, man? Because the Brigada is an excellent, you know, an excellent environment, nice venue. You, know, you have all like, well, you're a commentator too sometimes, but you have Paul Felder there, dude. How do you like the CFFC? Um, oh, I love it. I can't, I can't get enough of it. I mean, it's just I, I fought for other other organizations before and it's just that the level of professionalism and care towards the fighters is just um it's it, it's it's there's no comparison uh cffc does it better than everybody else on the regional circuit no yeah, no i agree man it, it's just a, it's all a, you have burt watson back there getting everybody revved up it's just it's professional it's well done the fans sell out yeah. the place it's always a good time and you touched on your opponent a little earlier Jared Mercado, what what are some thoughts on this fight, man? It seems like an excellent matchup. That's an awesome opportunity for you. Yeah, I mean he's a he's he's a strong wrestler. Um, he I think he was originally from Jersey, and now he trains out of the Elevation Fight Team in Colorado. So you know he comes from a, a very heralded team. Um, and you know when I was younger, in my earlier in my career, I used to freak out and be like, oh this guy trains out of this camp, oh this guy trains out of that camp, and I freak out about it. But then you know I took a step back and I was like, wait a minute, I literally train with the best guys in the world, so everybody else should be saying that about me. So I'm not really worried about where anybody trains anymore, based on you know the the, the caliber of training partners that I have. Yeah, and do you do you feel any pressure? Like, you have such high goals for yourself, and you're trying to climb the ladder and get, you know, like we talked about, you want to get, you know, noticed by the UFC or like that. Do you feel any pressure going into these fights, or you're just your mindset is just so focused on just getting the result? I, I feel pressure, but you know, pressure is a privilege to 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 be in a situation where there is a lot of pressure around you. You know, most people don't ever get to experience that. You know, most most people clock in, do a nine to five, and go home at night. It's not like you know they they have this 
this situation where everyone's going to wonder how you're going to perform and all that. So I just take it as, you know, as an honor and a privilege. And I, I'm just thankful that I get to, to even step up and compete. So I don't, um, I do my best to not sabotage myself. Yeah, man. And dude, I love, I love your mindset, man. It's just, it's just the, it's like the perfect fighter mindset, the perfect, like you're like a good role model for like the, like all the people that you teach and stuff. I, I love your mindset, man. What is your, what is your message to all your supporters? Um, you know, just that, that I'm extremely thankful for all the support because, you know, it, it takes, it takes a village to really push, to push an MMA fighter to the big leagues. You know, I, you know, most guys can't, we can't do this ourselves, you know, it's, it's expensive to train. It's expensive to, you know, buy equipment and, and to stay on diets and not work as much because you're training all the time. So for everybody, you know, that supported me by buying tickets or supported me financially as sponsors, you know, or, you know, just in general, I really appreciate it. And it means a lot to me from, from everybody that, that believes in me. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I, I fight for, you know, I fight for me, but I also fight to represent the people that believe I have what it takes. And I, I try to, you know, think about that when I go out every time I step in the cage. Well said, man. Well, Ryan, on behalf of Nick and myself, best of luck, man. I always appreciate you finding a few minutes to do an interview. So best of luck, man. You're an exciting fighter and we cannot wait till December 16th. Likewise. And thank you for having me on the show. As always, it's a pleasure. No problem, man. Have a good day, man. Thank you, Ryan. All right. Thank you. You too, Tyson. All right. Ryan Cafaro, big fight, December 16th, CFFC 69, Brigada Atlantic City. This kid's a must watch. Excellent, excellent fighter. Exciting, creative striker. A lot to look forward to there. You can follow this show, ncmmaradio.com. Also check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. And we'll talk to you next time. the holiday helpline we turn the holidays into holidays hi i want to surprise my wife and kids with some super stylish gifts surprise with all the velvet and sparkly styles you'll find at old navy it's your time to shine old navy yep the entire store is up to 60 percent off right now up to 60 percent off and women's dresses start at just 15 bucks 12 for girls with tops from six bucks for adults five for kids at old navy and old navy.com no surprise here i'm going to old navy turn your holiday into a holiday get to old navy today valid 12 6 to 1212 12. excludes in-store clearance gift cards register lane items today only and two-day only deals Wow, nice haul. Told ya. Macy's Backstage has perfect last-minute gifts. With prices so low, you never need a coupon. I scored the perfect makeup palette. Super cute. I grabbed these cool drones for the guy. Nice. Here's a handbag for Aunt Helen. Found awesome toys for the kids. Cookware for the budding chef. Oh, and look what I got for Uncle Hank. A puppy chew toy? No, no, that's for Rex. They even have gifts for pets. Well, you know Uncle Hank. He'd love anything <laughs> we gave him. Macy's Backstage. Savings for everyday life. Details at Macy'sBackstage.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.